It's time to get out your HB pencil and your eraser. We're getting our maths brains on this episode. We look at how to set your prices so that it relates to achieving your lifestyle. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. And welcome to another episode of the Tradies Business Show. I'm Michaela Clark from Tradies VA and I'm joined by... Warwick Bidwell from the Tradies Business Toolkit. That always just sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? <laughs> Saying who we are and where we're from. But anyway, welcome guys. Yes, another episode and just a quick shout out to our show sponsor, Myob Pay Direct. It's a mobile cash flow option that will help you take payments on the road and so as soon as you finish the job you can invoice take payments straight away neither invoice or sms receipt it's pretty cool so if you want to find out more about that head to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash myob and what's on today's episode talking money and pricing work well, it's it's good that you talk about cash flow, and that is a great solution, the Mile Pay Direct. Uh, basically, just get your clients or customers to whip out the fantastic plastic and uh, run it through the little card reader and get the money straight into your account. But I guess there's no point doing that if you're not really sure about how much you're charging. Like, how did you set your prices? Is it right? Is it not right? Well, what do you mean? I don't just pull it out of my behind? No, what you do is you go and look at what everybody else is doing and just copy them. Uh, sorry to any listeners who are actually doing that. But honestly, it's it's an area that I see a lot of tradies just, they just don't know how to do it other than what everybody else is doing. So, you know, they look at what the other guys in their industry are charging. Maybe they do a mystery shop. They ring around a few, price shop some of the other operators and they charge maybe a little bit more or a little bit less depending on how strong their self-esteem is. So what's wrong with that solution? Well, not that it's a solution, but that method. Everything. Um, And look, I don't say that lightly. The problem with that is is it's not related to what you actually want from your business. It's it's just you're just doing what everybody else is doing, so guess what you're going to get? What everybody else is getting. And uh, everybody ends up just charging the either the same amount or very close to the same amount. And it makes it hard for customers to actually pick between tradespeople when they're all kind of quoting the same hourly rate. And we've talked in a previous episode about how to set yourself apart from your competition. Um, but one way to do that is actually to charge the right price for the service you're offering. So if you're a quality provider and I know so many people listening to this podcast are passionate about their business they do great work they believe in the the product or service that they provide to their customers then you should actually charge a price that reflects that because otherwise you're doing yourself and your customers a disservice uh, because if you're not if you're not charging enough then you're not actually able to deliver on those promises that you're making to clients and if your prices are too low then the message you send to the market is that you're cheap and so they're going to lump you in with the cheap tradies out there. And then um, it always becomes a, a price war that you're never going to win. Absolutely. That's that's a game nobody wins at. And uh, I think we'll we'll cover that again in a, a future episode is um, how to raise prices. But um, today let's talk about how to actually set them in the first place. Um, 
There's a simple way to do this, and I'll try and keep this so that people's brains don't explode while they're driving around listening. And I'll just put a disclaimer in here that Warwick is an ex-financial planner accountant. So, sorry, I just need to put that clause in. I've told him to dumb it down. (laughs) I don't need people knowing that I come from that part of town. Uh, No, look, it it can be a complex topic, uh, and I know... I know it gets a bit confusing, which is why a lot of tradies just avoid this like the plague. And you know what? That's why we end up just going, well, what's Bob and Fred and Bill charging? Uh, I reckon I'm a bit better than him, but maybe not as good as that guy or not as big as them. I'll just charge somewhere in the middle. Um, And so everybody ends up in the middle. Uh, But there's a better way to do it. And there's a way to know with confidence that you're actually likely to make money in your business. Wouldn't that be cool? Hey. (laughs) You know what? It's not just like, you know, a wage each week. I can actually make money and have a good yes, lifestyle. Yes, and that's, you know, that's part of our purpose here on the show, isn't it? To uh, to help tradies get off the tools and into true business ownership. And this is one of the things that, that true business owners do is they scientifically calculate what they should be charging. Don't switch off. Don't switch off. <laughs> I wonder how many people are still listening. I reckon the download numbers will be a bit lower on this one. <laughs> we'll make it as simple as we can for you. So how do we get started? Well, look, the first thing you've got to start with is got nothing to do with your business. So forget about your business for now. Think about how much money you need in your bank account personally in the next 12 months to fund your lifestyle. Now, by lifestyle, I mean mortgage payments, school fees, uh, you know, holidays, groceries, all the other stuff that you spend money on personally. That's that's where you should start. And I covered this in my webinar back in January 15th uh, when I did that around how to set goals. Well, this is related to the same thing of actually starting with the personal stuff. I mean, that's what we're in business for, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> it is. And it's, I guess, also looking at what your ideal lifestyle is. So not just, you know, the everyday, but where do you want to get to? Yeah, like make it, it, look, don't make it kind of, uh, I don't know, Bill Gates level just yet. Uh, It's not to say you should never aim that high and that you shouldn't have dreams. But when you're looking at, say, the next 12 months, 2015 is, okay, well, how much money do we need each month or whatever? And I'm sure your spouse can tell you. Uh, And if they can't, if you've never sat down and worked this out, now is a great time to sit down at the start of the year and work out a household budget. How much money do we need to pull into our house every month so that we pay for all the expenses, but also so we can take that holiday or upgrade the car or buy the tinny or whatever it is that's on your horizon as far as goals that you've got. So once you've got that number, whatever it is, that gives us a starting point to then go back to your business and say, okay, business, this is what you need to spit out. Now, it might just be you and a ute, okay? Um, and it could be, you know, it could be you and five vans and, and six employees. I mean, there's all sorts of uh, business models, but either way, you should be starting with that personal figure and then go back to the business and the business plan and say, right, well, this much money needs to get spat out of this machine somehow or other. Okay, so we've got that figure. Then what we do is we add to that the fixed running costs for your business. Now, I'm trying to keep this really simple and 
even I'm starting to get a bit bored, to be honest. <laughs> but, yeah, but you won't be bored when you're enjoying your new boat at the end of the year. Yeah, so that's right. That's keep right. Keep it together, boys. <laughs> um, but you've got to work out, okay, what are your fixed monthly running expenses? And most people have a fair idea of what it takes to, to run their business every month. You know, what are your running costs? So we're talking insurances and rent if you've got premises and if you've got a, a PA or an apprentice or someone, you know, what are your fixed wages? Uh, all of your um, vehicle expenses and tools and all that sort of stuff, all the things that you have to spend money on regardless of how much work you actually do. Yep. So you add that figure to that personal number that we figured out before and let, let's chuck some numbers at this. So let's say, uh, and this isn't a big number from, from the people that I work with, you know, 100 grand is not a lot of money these days. When you take into account mortgage payments and credit card repayments and kids' school fees and everything else, we're talking less than 10 grand a month, you know, seven or eight grand a month to run the average household. Uh, so say that's 100 grand, and that includes goals and things that we talked about. So maybe they do want to buy a boat or something or take a holiday. Um, add to that the running costs for the business. Now, for a typical small business, again, you know, four or five grand a month, that doesn't go very far these days when you look at mobile phone costs and IT and insurances and everything else that you've got to spend money on just to run your business. So that might run out to, say, 50 grand a year. Now, what we do is we take that number. So we're looking at 150 150K. Grand. Yep. And divide that by the number of hours that you think you can bill out to clients in the next 12 months. Well, that would be 40 or 50 hours a week, wouldn't it, Warwick? Well, lots of people would think that, Michaela. But you show me a tradie that can bill out consistently every week. This has got to be every week, 40 or 50 hours to clients, and I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> I'll buy you a whole carton of beer. Yeah, I think I'm going thirsty. <laughs> but look, to be to be fair and to be sensible about this, if you if you think about... Um, the paperwork and the invoicing and following up on quotes and doing quotes, uh, you know, usually free quotes. That chews up a lot of time during the week. So it's pretty hard to actually bill 40 or 50 hours a week to clients. And certainly the tradies that I've seen over the years, you know, around 30 hours per operator is, you know, that's a reasonable target to get to in terms of billable hours. So if you say you take a couple of weeks a year off, 30 by 50, that's 1,500 hours a year. Divide that into your 150,000 total figure that you need. And trust me, I've got a calculator. It works out to 100 bucks an hour. Ooh. Ooh. I, I bet that's a little higher than most of our <laughs> solo blokes charge. Absolutely. So that's a bit of a scary number for a lot of people, unless you're a motor mechanic. Uh, and g'day to all the motor mechanics listening. But... um. You know, even uh, even trades like mechanics and some of those guys, that's that's getting up there as far as what we can wrap our heads around as an hourly rate. Now, if you're not charging a hundred bucks an hour, it doesn't mean that you're not charging the right amount because obviously that hundred fifty thousand is just some example numbers that I've pulled out. But you should sit down and do this exercise at home. Sit down with your spouse and say, right, oh, honey, uh, how much do we need to run the house? I mean, you might be you might be pleasantly surprised or you might get a rude shock. No wonder you've never got any money in the bank account for a box of beer at the end of the week. Uh, but you really need to sit down and work out, okay, what do we need personally for the year? What's it going to cost to run my business? And and then how many hours can I bill out? Uh, obviously, your expenses will be more if you've got employees and therefore you'll have more hours that you can bill out. Um, but you've got to do that exercise, divide one into the other and figure out 
what is kind of the you know the perfect hourly rate what's the theoretical hourly rate and at least gives you a starting point now if if you work out that it needs to be 130 bucks an hour and you're a a plumber in a really competitive marketplace where there's guys ranging from 70 through to 95 bucks an hour well we're going to have to do some work either on adjusting your goals which is the first thing that that people do is they go, all right, oh, well, we can't afford the holiday or the tinny, uh, or we've got to look at your marketing and your positioning in the market, uh, and that's where you know we've talked about setting yourself apart from the crowd. You know how to stick out like prawns eyes. Go grab that uh, episode if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, listen to it again maybe for some tips. But you know you've got to work on well, how can we actually position ourselves as the premium provider in this marketplace so we can charge 100 120 140 and i know tradies who are doing it um, and customers are paying it because they're delivering great value service at that price point that might not be your cup of tea but either way you've at least now got something that relates back to what you should be doing rather than just mimicking fred bill and bob and charging what they're charging yeah and you might actually you know look to make a profit because you don't know that those other people are making a profit or, or what their situations are so that's right that's right so uh that gives you yeah that starting point now Mikado, we we talked about this um at the top uh, before we hit record and materials should should i be marking them up and, and making a marginal <laughs> materials what do you reckon no 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 you should on charge whatever it costs you you know just show them the invoice that you got from the supplier no 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 i'm glad you're grinning because i was about to give you a backhander can i say that on a podcast I don't yeah, know. Yeah. that's not explicit, is it? <laughs> uh yeah tell us what 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 should we be doing oh look you've got to uh account into your costs of getting the goods and managing your accounts and you want to make a profit as well so really you're you should have a, a set margin that you're putting on top of all your material costs and and that again would vary on your industry and your business but you know on average 20 to 30 percent and try and keep it to a fixed price so it does make all the the back-end accounting and that a little bit easier but uh, certainly um, definitely put something on them Um, and you know anything really under 10 percent is a bit low so look for that uh, like I said 20 to 30 percent markup and you know that's what you invoice your customers for you don't show them the docket no please don't if you're doing that Listeners, if you're showing clients the cost of the materials you bought, please stop doing that right now. And it does happen. I'm sure there's a lot of Don't guys in it. their van going, oh, no, no one does that, but they do. And I know I know, we laugh about this stuff, but um, look, I guess uh, it's just, it still frustrates me a little bit that people aren't getting this message. And that's why we want to take this show to as many tradies as possible to share some of this information for free. Uh, you don't need to pay anybody to get these tips. But, yeah, if, you, if you're showing those invoices to customers, stop doing that because oftentimes they don't even know how much those things cost. Uh, until you show them, they've got no idea and they don't need to know. You've had to go and organise it, as Michaela said, and pick it up and, you know, unbox it or apply it to the house or whatever it is. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's not fair that you don't actually make some money for doing that. And the customer wants an outcome. They want their toilet fixed or they want their room painted or they want the extension done. Yep. They just want to know what it's going to cost me for that outcome. Yep. And if I agree to that cost, well, that's what it is. That's what I'm paying for that outcome. That's right. And if you've done all of the 
the marketing stuff and the great customer service stuff and the follow-up and you've done a quality job, uh, people are happy to pay for that. People will happily pay for quality and value for money. They're not necessarily looking for the cheapest price. And uh, if we had a switchboard, I'm sure it would be lighting up right now with people <laughs> calling in saying, that's garbage, Warwick. And really it's come back to a bit to quoting as well. Like it's that mentality that, look, I want this fixed. How much is it going to cost? And I know a lot do break up by labour and materials and things because that's what people want. But really your average person just wants to know just what's going to cost me. I, I don't really need to know the breakup. And, Absolutely. You, know, you can have some fun with that. But that's what it comes down to is what are you going to provide me? How much is it going to cost me? And that's what I need to know. Absolutely. So there you go, listeners. Uh, set your prices scientifically using some maths and a pencil. Does anybody use pencils anymore? I know Chippies use pencils. Yeah, I love I love a good sharp pencil. <laughs> uh, but sit down and do that exercise. It's really, really useful. And look, even if you get to a number that you go, holy crap, I can't charge that, uh, at least you know how much you really need to make in your business over the next year. So you can start to do things that might move you closer to that. Cool. And in a couple of weeks, we're also going to look at how to raise your prices so and not lose customers. <laughs> and not lose customers. I think that's the key one, isn't it? Anybody can put their prices up. That's it. So if you want to find out more about the show, head to tradiesbusinessshow.com. And look, we'd love to know what you think of the show. So if you'd love to uh, leave us a rating review on iTunes and while you're there, subscribe so you get all the future episodes, including the one on how to raise your prices automatically. Download it. Uh, we'd love that too. We would. And look, next episode, we're going to talk about how to save money. So you know, we've talked about how to set your prices and uh, actually make closer to what you should be. But next episode, we talk to Ross from Tradeshore. Uh, so we're going to talk, talk to him about how to save some money, potentially, on your insurance. Oh. Who doesn't want to save money on insurance? Absolutely, because everybody loves spending money on insurance. <laughs> so tune in for that one, and there's some great tips in there about um, about making sure that you don't lose your livelihood as well. So uh, great to uh, pump out another one, and uh, until next episode, bye for now. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.